Hey, you guys. I'm Jessica Hover. I'm Lane Dealing Churlant, and this is Very Good Enough, a podcast from Very Good Mothers Club. Someone wrote and said, when did you get podcaster voices? <laughs> like, I think we were born with yeah, that. <laughs> Pretty we sure just I was born knew. with that. I think in the first episode, I still sounded a little sick. So my voice was a little more sexy than it usually is. <laughs> I was like, oh, should have been doing like the phone calls where people call me Dang. and I say things. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a very uh, brief OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> COVID edition. Yeah, for my OnlyFans. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. I don't have an OnlyFans. But no, if I had an either. OnlyFans, I wouldn't tell them. No. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> you, not for you. Wouldn't you. Know, but no, we don't. <laughs> No, no, we don't have an OnlyFans. No, times aren't that tough. Guys, we don't have (laughs) 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 Times aren't that tough. (laughs) It took me a second to process that. I haven't told this story on here. You definitely said avocado nipples. Oh, but I might not at some point. Dove, dive, dove in. Come on, vocabulary. Di- dive, dived. Oh dove no, dove in. I I'm may not have. Dove. I might not dove. have. You can definitely dive. say dove, but I. Is it dive? I may not have dove in. I may not I have might dived. Not in. have dived in. Mm, this like is so hard. Be dived. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Well, I'm about to dive in now. The nipple story that I'm going to tell you to start us off is is not too huge of a story. It's just simply that Jules, my third daughter. She stopped breastfeeding just all on her own. She just was all done. And she is kind of like that. She's an independent woman. Um, always has just wanted to be like Wilson. And Wilson is 15, 15 months older than her, 16 months older than her. And so when she was less than a year old, she stopped breastfeeding. And I didn't feel ready for that. I breastfed Eloise for a long time, like almost two years. Wilson, I stopped breastfeeding when I got pregnant with Jules. So he, I breastfed him until he was exactly a year old is when I stopped. I wanted some time between mm-hmm. him and uh, Julesy. Oh my gosh. And then with Jules, she just stopped herself. And so I was looking into what I'm supposed to do. And I was given the advice to, <laughs> to <laughs> wear no shirt or bra for a number of weeks. And just put avocado on my nipples <laughs> because Jules loves avocado and that she would come to the nipple to eat the avocado and that that would <laughs> re-engage her in the beautiful act of breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And I laughed because I think, okay, that's a beautiful method for those of you who want to do it. But I just want you to imagine that at this time of my life, I have <laughs> Eloise home with us. I think it's like, well, COVID was probably winding down at that point. Wilson is a toddler. I run a small business. I we I live with roommates, housemates, and I'm supposed to for weeks walk around just as if it's for my OnlyFans. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I absolutely was not going to do that. And the thing about my style on social media with parenting mm-hmm. is I am I love the non-judgmental approach. Like mm-hmm. what works for me and what works for you could look totally different probably will and that's amazing to me we're all gonna have these different styles but sometimes I do laugh at other people's styles even though if you came to me as a friend and were like so I'm walking around shirtless for weeks (laughs) with avocado on my nipples because I really want my my baby to breastfeed again Mm -hmm. I I'm a big like 
empath is that they say like I have such big feelings that in the moment I would not laugh at you Mm. I would maybe laugh if I like had just imagined what that would be like for you guys it took you by surprise yeah (laughs) I was like oh I didn't know we're going there today Uh but yeah I'm like oh my gosh you should start an only (laughs) anyway just kill two birds yeah that one stone (laughs) um no but I yeah I do think that it's important to be very very open-minded to Mm -hmm. everybody's parenting approach and acknowledge that sometimes things are funny. And I do plenty of funny things, desperate things to try and get my kids to do what's right. You, I'm sure over the time of our friendship, I'll tell you something I'm doing to try mm-hmm. and woo my kids into a certain behavior that mm-hmm. you'll laugh at me for. And that'll be <laughs> welcome here. <laughs> this is a safe place. Which brings us to our topic of the day. Family culture. Family culture. We want to kind of chat through the idea that each family comes with its own unique and individual culture that is cultivated within itself the adults really kind of like setting that tone and finding the way their way Mm -hmm. through like being a family and having a family and this idea comes from like my more professional training Mm -hmm. around this kind of stuff Um, as an early childhood educator you're like so in families lives and in their stuff I mean you're like changing diapers and snuggling children mm. you feed them and and it's this early stage of life when people are going through like sometimes some of their first marital hardships and Gosh. sometimes it's their first kid and sometimes it's a surprise one and mm-hmm. she's like 42 and that was like not her plan and oh, there comes yeah. with feelings and and families get sick and and pregnancies get lost and crazy things oh happen gosh. so you're like I I was in it. I hugged my El- my Eloise mm. I hugged Eloise's preschool teacher on multiple occasions when yeah. I'd get there crying over something that was happening in Spain she was she was like an extension of our family Absolutely. by the end of our time there so yeah you're right it's yeah. so close and then you're having to realize that what you have a whole classroom of people with mm-hmm. different family cultures who right believe I mean as parents we probably were doing our best because we believe it's the best thing for our kids and sometimes that can leak out into it's the best thing for our family so it must be the best thing for every family family. yeah yeah and that's just not true it's just not true and it's one of the things that as a teacher you have to like be able to really quickly inside of yourself set aside whatever your own personal culture like the family culture that you came from and your own ideas about what is the best way in your like your best practices for children because you have to hold though you are all enmeshed with all their stuff like you hold a professional space Mm -hmm. in people's lives so you have to learn how to say like I'm gonna let all these different family cultures be here in my classroom and also keep my own one a little bit back while I'm here because like I'm here to serve all of these families so there's this kind of like heightened practice that you have to really do while you're setting a classroom culture absolutely which is your own place of leadership and responsibility that's interesting Mm -hmm. I've never thought about you having to do that I do something similar in working with many mothers Mm -hmm. doing between speaking publicly to them or navigating these like coaching calls where we're getting these different styles and people bringing their way it's I, I'm having to very intentionally approach things in a non-judgmental way. And you and I have talked about this before, but I also used to work for um, an international nonprofit mm-hmm. and working with many different cultures internationally as well. You learn that people do things entirely different from right. one another around the world. And then it becomes silly to think, but this is the absolute best way. You're like, yeah, well, maybe within your very small circle, mm-hmm. that's the best way. You've seen it done. 
but there are people across the ocean who do it totally different and they have a beautiful family structure with values that are really meaningful as well. I feel that the comparison to cultures, like the different groups of people throughout our world Mm -hmm. is a very, very helpful way to Mm -hmm. then kind of like translate this idea and drop in and think about how to like be a community member Mm -hmm. in a world where each little family has like sometimes a lot of like crisscrossing cultures because we we know when we look at anthropology and we look at people groups around the world that they do really differ on a lot of the outworkings of Mm -hmm. beliefs and values you know so like the practices and customs and ways of life are super different but we know because we get to look at people in such large groups Mm -hmm. that it's that each different people group values a little bit more this over a little Mm -hmm. bit less that where like American culture tends to value independence in children Mm -hmm. like very early. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing that we want to build in is like self-esteem and confidence Mm -hmm. and this like independent way of living. So Mm -hmm. we do lots of, lots of things out of that. Whereas other cultures really value like tight family units. They value interdependence in a way that is a little bit different than ours. Yeah. And even to history, like their ancestors and their Mm -hmm. future generations in a way that's different from us. Right. But it's good. It's like we so all good. value it's both beautiful. independence mm-hmm. and interdependence. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the the customs of these places look a little bit different because they value interdependence a little more. Whereas mm-hmm. we value it also, but a little bit less than the independence. Sure. So it's just like the moving uh, this sort of subtle moving of these knobs, if you will. Yeah. Um, of I see the things it. that we all think. Yeah. Are, if you can see uh-huh. the if you can see the knobs <laughs> that she's moving. One of the things I'm worried about in a podcast is that I'm so physical in the way that yeah. I speak, oh. which does come from preschool teaching of needing yeah. to like command a room of two year olds yes. with my body <laughs> and get really yeah. big like it's a grizzly bear. That's why we don't waste a single movement and we post these videos on my <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> Because it's important that mm-hmm. they're seen. Yeah. So for the listener, I'm adjusting imaginary yeah. knobs yes. of cultural of values <laughs> exactly. internationally. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. And so in that same way, like if we could draw from the way that we now know how to like respect and value different like ethnic cultures, mm-hmm. if we could bring that back into our own communities and mm-hmm. say, we all value interdependence and independence. We all value connection. We all value mm. like personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. We all value personal health and wellness and yes. growth and, and <laughs> spiritual wholeness. And yes. like everybody, everyone says yes to all these good things. There aren't like the person you think is the parent who's like the most different from you mm-hmm. doesn't not value really good things, things that you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. J- it's just differing levels of this is what's of primary importance to mm-hmm. me. These are where my values land right now. And it really is just very subtle difference in prioritization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we could remember that it's all coming from this very core place, everyone loves their kids. Mm-hmm. They do. Pe- people who are, are genuinely like harmful parents mm-hmm. love, their, love kids their kids and are yeah. doing their best. Totally. And I'm thinking through like if you and I do something totally different and one of us might actually do it better, sure. say that. One yeah. of us does it better and I come to you and I think I do it better and maybe – for the sake of this analogy, like I actually do it better. Absolutely. And maybe I'm coming at you so aggressively that there is absolutely no way you will hear me Mm -hmm. because I'm coming at you accusing you. So now you actually have to defend why you're doing what you're doing versus me coming to see the world from where you're standing and like, oh, okay, from over here where you're standing, I totally see why you would do it like that. Mm -hmm. Can I show you something that I've learned 
that's a little different and it might help. And if you don't want to do it, that's okay. But if you do, I really think it would, it would add some value to your life. That's such a different approach. That's so winsome. Like that yeah. so wins me yes, over to yeah, say it that exactly. way. Exactly. And so then, then you have a conversation and then you could even say, oh, actually I've heard that before. No, I'm not interested. Or maybe if I'm more desperate, I'll try that. But right now what I'm doing is working just fine. Yeah. And I, I like, could still be right. That's not the thing I'm going to work on right yes. now. I'm actually yeah, really I'm focused on another, this one thing. I'm fighting another battle right mm-hmm. now that you can't see. And that's taking more of my energy. That's why my kid eats the way they do right. in front of you. And right. you know, there's, there's so many other pieces. And what we know is that parents are these tender souls mm-hmm. trying to do a good job, trying not to be the reason their kids in counseling yep. 20 years down the road. Yep. And we're all a bit insecure. And we all, when we find something that works, there is this sense of like, oh, this is working. Everybody should do this. Mm. What we have to be careful of is the next thing of, and can you believe that mm. those people do it differently? I think there are kind of like three sort of threads that I see mm. through what you just said. And one of them is, one of them is unsuccess- unsuccessful communication, mm-hmm. which is kind of its own thing. But then there's another one that's fear. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that is that excitement when something mm-hmm. is working. Also, we live in a world now that is so public. We yes. just feel like we can see each other all the time. Yeah. And we can see way more of each other than anybody who ever lived before us. Sure. But there's still so much of the story we don't see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's this incredible fear. And one of the one of the dark things that fear does is uh, it makes us reactionary like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it causes us to feel under threat yeah. sort of all the time. Mm. Whereas if we could just say, I feel afraid because it's so important to me that I take good care of this child, yeah. like that would stay in a, a really beautiful, vulnerable, manageable, real zone. But because we feel like we're so under threat, everything everyone else does, we sort of reflect it black, back on ourselves. Yeah. And then it's very important. Like our mm. brain does this thing of parsing, like, am I on the right side? And then everyone else is on the wrong side. And and oh, they did something different now. Does that mm-hmm. mean that the old thing I was doing was wrong and I have to shift to them? No. Well, great. Then I need to push their thing away oh gosh, in order to keep me, me feeling That's like safe. what I described before of I'm careful to listen to parenting content because my mind goes crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I doing it wrong? I must be doing it wrong. <gasps> well, what damage have I already caused? Yeah, it's the sure. fear just running wild. Gosh, yeah. The what damage have I already yeah. when you get new information oh and gosh. you're like, well, I didn't eat that way I when know. I was pregnant. So I, I guess I ruined my kid. Yeah, I found out people don't have sleepovers because it's the safest way, according to some people, right? And when I learned that, Eloise had already had a sleepover. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> She's not asleep. What? Yeah. So some people don't have sleepovers and they believe that's okay. the safest way. And that's really good. And so that it just caused me to reassess, mm-hmm. do we do sleepovers? If we could just start with like, everybody taking a moment to picture the most reactionary mother that we know mm-hmm. and say like, maybe that's actually the person that we know who's the most afraid. Oh yeah. That's sweet. Right. Because that's helpful. She too just loves her children and is doing her best. Yeah. And, yeah. Which then again leads into like the fear creates this unsuccessful communication loop. Yes. Where we do want to be able to share and help one another mm-hmm. and that eureka feeling of like, Oh my God, I have a piece of knowledge yes. that's going to change things. Yeah. I should give this to everyone. Like that's also so beautiful and cool and exciting. But depending on where we're positioned, Mm -hmm. it either feels like a beautiful gift Mm -hmm. or not for you, but you can celebrate with your friend or Mm -hmm. like an absolute threat to your like this house of cards that you're trying to hold together. Yes, And something really empowering for the mom or dad as the caretaker, the primary caretaker in your home is that you get to be a culture setter. You get to be the one who 
kind of defines like what are the values that you guys care about and live out if we aren't intentional about setting the culture the culture will still be set a Mm -hmm. culture is still existing in your home and so it's really an empowering thing especially for the the mom who's like oh well now I'm here taking care of my kids I pretty much never have anything to show for it Mm -hmm. I work 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 and I'm really tired and the house always feels messy even though I (laughs) clean it all the time or I'm always making food and cleaning up food but if you can go into it like this isn't actually that different from working in a corporate world Mm -hmm. and or any other leadership position where you bring values to life in the way that you talk to one another in the way that you handle conflict in the way that you handle personal failure or joy or celebration or holidays like you as the primary one in the home or primary ones get to define that for you guys and Mm -hmm. that's really fun and beautiful and I think something that you can tap into especially if you're in a season where it feels hard to see the the fruit of your labor the yeah yeah, tangible measurable successes is just setting the culture or defining it for yourself because then it gives you the framework for how are you going to handle something you don't Mm -hmm. have to always know what you're going to do in every particular situation but if you have your values laid out as a family then it'll be easier to guide you in a moment when you might otherwise be reactive if sean and i have language around our values and our culture then it helps us to talk about stuff that's happened throughout the day mm-hmm. and how we chose to ha- to to handle it to navigate that like if wilson is having a meltdown of some kind and sean is talking to him about it like and then he removes him from the room and he comes to me and he's like well i i did this because i want to help him understand that the way he acts affects everybody in the room mm-hmm. and if he's going to react in a way that is so loud or like maybe hit his sister they're both toddlers uh he's wanting to teach him like that there's consequences to our behavior and even if we feel big feelings that doesn't mean we get to just overhaul the whole Mm -hmm. rest of the family we want to teach them like emotional maturity emotional stability Mm -hmm. that you can have the big feelings but just because you feel something doesn't mean you take over the whole environment and uh and that helps us so then we talk about it more easily and even a little deep a little more deeply than if it's just like oh yeah I had a meltdown I took him out of the room Mm -hmm. okay and then I might be thinking oh I would have never taken him out of the room and he's like oh I did the right thing I took him out of the room and the questions are are like well why Mm -hmm. or is there a better way and a lot of times in parenting you're just figuring out the better way so maybe you do something for a time and then you're like this isn't working so good what's the next better way right the language around your culture helps to explain why you do certain things and then helps you to understand what needs to shift if it does. I love that. I think that that also probably helps you feel a little bit more stabilized on like the, the fear front as well Mm -hmm. out in community. There's ground to stand on because you've thought about where you want to stand. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a way to, I think, dispel some of that. And maybe you find the common value like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we do this because of this and we do this and we actually share the same why, but we do the, the what differently is that what it is yeah and so then we could even put ours to the side and be like oh I like yours better we're we're accomplishing the same thing but I love the way you're doing that I'm gonna do it but I'm on my third kid Mm -hmm. and I've been doing this now for a while there's a way more confidence that comes now Mm -hmm. with me where maybe it's partially because Eloise is still alive and okay so I have less like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna screw it I'm gonna blow this whole thing up you know yeah um I feel less of that. Whereas I remember when Eloise was a baby 
if I saw moms do things differently than me, mm-hmm. the fear would take me over. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's not eating properly. She's not napping properly. Or, mm-hmm. you know, some, some people have the sleep setting like really light and bright and loud. And then others do like blackout everything. And, right. and when you're inside of this new motherhood being like, well, what's the right thing? And my child's actually not sleeping either way. Or, you know, there's <laughs> yeah. certain things where it just feels so overwhelming. So there is something to just the fact that I'm seven years in and three kids later mm-hmm. in ease that I didn't feel even a year or two ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just feel like it's worth saying to the new mom who's like, I feel lost. Or yeah. We all, we all have that. Any data to go on. Yeah. The baby just got here. Yeah. So thanks for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much of parenting is just guessing and yeah. hoping that it works. Yeah. And if it doesn't trying a different thing and that's okay. There's a Wendell Berry poem Mm. called Mad Farmer's Liberation Front. And it's crazy. It's a crazy poem. It's a manifesto, really. And one of the things he says in it is um, be like the fox who, oh, actually, I have it written down. Oh, my gosh, it's right here. (gasps) What? This is why it's on my mind because I was just looking at this notebook earlier today. It says be like the fox who makes more tracks than necessary, some in the wrong direction. Oh, my gosh. What? (laughs) <laughs> we should end the podcast. That was beautiful. Yeah, guys, we're going to go in the wrong direction. Yeah. That's all of life with everything. Mm-hmm. Calm down. <laughs> I'm yelling at myself. You're going to. Yeah, yeah, that's life. That's life. Oh, that's beautiful. Make more tracks than necessary. Yeah, some in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. What? That yeah. was so good. Wendell Berry, you guys. I just want to end the podcast. That was great. That's why That's why it's in. So, the, I mean, the notebook that I just grabbed is my Oh, it's like 24-year-old me writing my whole philosophy of teaching, basically, to go You're at the beginning amazing. of my curriculum. That thing is huge. The people on camera, maybe oh, they yeah, can I see can it. Show you. It's like a, like a big old binder. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is me throwing papers in the air if you're not watching on YouTube. Um, it's a big, giant binder of, I mean, that's like a whole year's worth of preschool curriculum. That's amazing. But, uh, but it started with the poem that we all needed today. That was really beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. No, I that's like all of life. I think because what you guys can know is I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I'm a firstborn. I'm sure that that plays a role. Same. I also experienced some dysfunctional stuff as a kid. I'm sure everybody can relate in their own way. And so you start to take on responsibility mm-hmm. for things and want to get everything right because that's the secret to being happy and well is just do it perfectly. Yeah. But that is just never going to happen. No. And it is a huge letdown if you live your whole life trying to do this perfectly. That's not real. That's not relationship. That's not, no, it doesn't work out. That's not human. No, those same life circumstances of being a firstborn and having Mm -hmm. a a few little dysfunctional areas Mm -hmm. in the early life has led me to like paralysis sometimes out of this like need to really, really get this right. Mm -hmm. So that putting that poem in there, I think was Mm. me as a super young woman trying to be like, this is so important. Yeah. How do I, how do I, and then learning, like, you just try. I you just, just have to try. walk in and be like, whoop, yeah. not this way. Hey, children, super sorry about this. I know it's inconvenient yeah. for you. <laughs> I hope this doesn't cause a tantrum, but I need to turn us around. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that. Guys, I hope that was as good for you as it was for me. <laughs> that was a really good time. Okay, one question. Oh, this is from sweet Rebecca from the community she has uh, sorry from very good mothers club online community we have this amazing membership community we do calls in it weekly i would love for you to be a part of it and that's where we're taking our questions initially is from those members so rebecca has an almost 20 month old chloe 
And she said, hi, Jess and Lane. I already watched the first episode on YouTube and I loved it. Thank you. What are your thoughts on discipline for an almost 20 month old? Chloe doesn't act out too much, but we have put her in timeout a couple times. But does she even understand it? It's a great question. I hear you. That's so confusing. Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, No, she doesn't understand it. So that's just sometimes it's nice to have just like a really straightforward podcast answer. Podcast is over. <laughs> nope. See ya. <laughs> um, I, I just like it when people tell me the part that is like yeah. very concrete. Crucial. Uh-huh. And then go ahead and give some context. So uh, no, there are different takes across the board on where and when timeouts are useful and appropriate. Um, for very young children, that it doesn't make sense. Um, there is a role for like removal from the situation in a way that is connected to it. So really what you're doing with a 20 month old is there's no like good and bad for her. There's no right and wrong for her. That just doesn't make sense. She's Mm -hmm. so new to existing and she's just like really exploring her world. So what she's looking for are any ways that are successful to meet her needs. So what your job is to do is to um, show her what will be successful and what will be absolutely unsuccessful every Mm -hmm. single time. So I don't know what kinds of behavior you're experiencing, but, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah. Say, cause Jules is a similar age, Mm -hmm. a a couple months older, but around that time we were seeing issues too. Maybe like snatching a toy from Mm -hmm. a sibling or family member or hitting or Mm -hmm. losing their mind, crying, throwing a tantrum in a moment that is not they're not hungry they're not tired they're just upset yeah let's do those like playing with siblings playing with family members even playing with you Rebecca as the the parent but like close interactions with your family members Mm -hmm. where there's like the snatching or the grabbing or the hitting or Mm -hmm. just those kinds of things that are like little and quick very impulsy trying to get what she wants Mm -hmm. um it's very important that she practices the feeling you practice the feeling of frustrating that for her Hmm. right if she's so doing you a stop lot of, it mm-hmm. okay she's doing a lot of hitting 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 so like Jules is like hitting Wilson a bunch because mm-hmm. she wants the thing that he has I for me I like I'm a quick scoot you away like a bit okay. and not that's not like big in a whole separate room kind of thing sure but it's a move you away from the thing so that you feel frustrated and absolutely can't have what you're trying for mm. and then the mentalizing of I see that you really want that toy I love that you're playing with us only people who treat each other with respect are going to be playing here right now. So if you want to be gentle, then you can come right back mm. and you bring it back in. Mm-hmm. You show like demonstrating the gentle hands. Mm-hmm. You say what you do want her to do, which if you're seeing this is like really actually not discipline. It's training. Um, you're showing sure. her like do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope. That was those harmful hands again. I'm going to scoot you away because I don't let anybody treat Wilson like this. I touch him gently and respectfully. Oh, really and if you're listening, I'm doing a lot of gesturing yeah. too mm-hmm. of like, the moving yeah, her showing, little body that's out super important. and then the touching gently. Would you like to come try? No. Okay. That's no problem. You can stay yeah. over there. As soon as you're ready to come back and play with us, you're very we're welcome. Oh, we're playing in this way. We're not playing in that way, but you're very welcome to come back as soon as you. Yeah. So it's like very quick and clear and connected to what's happening because all you're trying to do is give her successful tools, mm-hmm. right? So that hopefully Chloe will then just drop the unsuccessful ones mm-hmm. because what she wants is the toy or to be close to you or to have right. the whatever, right? Like she, she's just looking for the ways to get her needs met in life. Yeah. So make it really frustrating and unsuccessful, which I also want to be very frank with you. Like, will there will be reactions to that. Sure. Like you're going to get tantrums. Sometimes you're going to get 
some of those more negative reactions because yeah. she'll feel that frustration. Mm-hmm. But her underneath drive is not to just like do the wrong thing or give you bad behavior. It's to get the thing that she wants. Yeah. So in your relationship, you're creating it's frustrating for these unsuccessful behaviors and it's really positive and immediate and sweet and good mm-hmm. for all of these successful behaviors. That makes a you're lot just of getting sense. her to dump the old tools and build the good ones. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. It's a weird time that she's in because she's like almost at the point of some of this being clearer and mm-hmm. easier. I know that for us with Jules, she's getting it a bit more, but having older siblings in the house helps a lot mm-hmm. in that way because Jules sees timeouts for other kids. Like Wilson, you can't do that to Eloise, go in the other room. So then she's watching like, oh, yeah. okay, there's some, there's a consequence, you That's know? helpful. Um, but when it's the first little one, which Chloe's the first, mm-hmm. it's all just going to be parents and, and child. I, I think if I remember right, Chloe the child care that she goes to during the day, I believe is with a family member. So okay. she's not in like a preschool setting yet. Sometimes gotcha. seeing the other kids also is helpful. Um, but then can be a whole new challenge. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was fantastic. Cool. So guys, if you want to join our online community, get on the calls with us, you can be meeting other families. You can experience coaching from, from me and Lane is sometimes in there and other amazing moms Dads are welcome always. We say that all the time. We've just found that dads are slower to join. So we're going to figure out the strategy there. Mm. But that is where we're taking a lot of questions right now. We also are retooling our website. So we say that you can go to our website and submit a question. I hope that that is true. Check. It's, By the time you hear yeah, this, what it I'm probably check that. is. Yeah. But <laughs> if not, you can definitely, I mean, you can DM us privately. We're always looking for questions mm-hmm. to answer. But like the most effective way is get in the community because then we know you and can see you and it'll be great. And we'll see you in a week. Here in a week.